Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When I moved from Stoke to to Arsenal, I didn't know any of the Arsenal players as opposed to being mates or anything, but I, I knew them, you know, David O'Leary, Tony Adams, all these amazing, Kenny Sansom, all these amazing superstars that I'd look from, you know, the, the second division as it was then up at this, the golden chalice of the, Prem, it's not the Premier League, the first division and go, I can't play there. They're, they're, they're way above where I see myself as a as a player. So, and then all of a sudden, you know, literally on a Tuesday, I go into training at Stoke and on the Wednesday, I'm driving down to sign for Arsenal. I mean, how scary is that? I'd, I'd only ever been to London once and that was to watch an England game with my mates when I was at college on a big bus, got absolutely hammered with about 15 pints of lager on the way down and I'm not a drinker anyway. Um, well, I am a bit. But I was not say, 15 drinker. pints is all right, yeah. well done. No, I shared a few, I, tip, <laughs> I tipped a few out there. Yeah side of the coach but then going down to lot there was just, you know going down to sign for Arsenal I mean I was 22 years of age and 23 I'd just turned 23 I was I'd got a six month old um my first child Josh you know that's scary in itself young that is young to be a dad yeah and well I got my big move I signed for Stoke when I was at um you know I was at I was at Berry Stoke came in for me I was like that's it get married because that's what we do up north you know not like else to do, so we'd go and get married. And uh, so I got married, had a kid at six months, so that was a massive thing. I was playing for a big club then, and I thought I'd found my my position, second division, Stoke, decent mid-table. I thought, you seriously didn't have bigger ambitions than that? Well, I, yeah, as a, as a kid growing up, you want to play for England and you want to do all the big stuff, but you know, being a pro footballer for me was, was the, the ultimate. And then it was like, then I got re- I got released after a year of being a pro footballer. I signed pro for, for Ber- uh, Burnley when I was 18. And it was the pr- best thing that ever happened to me. And I was literally walking down the street. Nobody knew who I was. I lived in I still lived in Cheshire. And I used to drive to, to Burnley every day to, to play. And I'd walk around Style Village and Wimslow and stuff like that and bumping into people going, oh, huh, what do you do for a living? And, you know, hoping they'd say, weirdo. <laughs> Um, I'm a I'm a a nurse or a whatever, and it's only so I, they could say you're going to ask me now. I'm a professional footballer. That was like two days oh. after a sign. I was so that was like my pinnacle. So, and then after a year, John Bond came in, manager of uh, Burnley, new manager, and after two games said to me, "You'll never play for me again. You're not good enough." And I was like, "Hang on a minute." But I, this this is what I do, and and he released me. 
with no club, um, go and find a club. He was he wasn't particularly nice to me, and you know he's not with us. God bless his soul now, but it, he was not a particularly nice guy to deal with, and he just discarded me into the into the wasteland of of um, discarded footballers as if it was just a normal thing, and I was devastated. And I, I, I was, how, did my, how am I going to get over this? Because um, I'm, I'm, I haven't got a club now. And the only cl- two clubs that came in for me was Crew Alexander and Chester City. And Crew were mid-table fourth division, as it was then, League Two as it is now. And Chester were bottom of the nine. They were ninety-second in the league. They were bottom of the fourth division. And I was like, what? That's nearly not a footballer anymore. <laughs> Because what do I do if I go to 93? What happens then? So anyway, in the end, John McGrath, bless him, who was manager of Chester, signed me as um, as their right back in, in, in position 92. And I, I was in the fourth division all of a sudden. And then, then it was a process of trying to be the best I could. And, and then the following year, I was only there a year, following year, Berry came in for me within the third division. I was like, oh, going up. But I had a ceiling. The ceiling was I can't play in the first division. That's big men. That's big boy stuff. So when and then I went to um, Burnley. Then I went to Stoke, and I thought that's it. Wow! And Stoke were decent sides. You know, they were, Mick Mills was a manager who was one of my heroes because he was a fullback and played a million times for England and educated me on how to defend a little bit. Was still a bit bomb forward. Didn't really do a lot of defending, but I, I learned a lot under Mick Mills. And then. Next minute, 18 months later, as I said, Arsenal came in. It was like, Mick Mill, he called me in the office and he says, we've had a call. And I was like, okay. You know, I thought, because there was a few rumours around that somebody was going to come in for me. I was playing pretty well at Stoke. Um, won player of the year as a full-back. I was scoring goals from there as well. And uh, he goes, yeah, we've had a call. Um, you're going to, he said, brace yourself. And I thought he was going to say something like, Coventry or something no disrespect to Coventry but it wasn't and he said we've accepted a, a, a bid from Arsenal and I li- literally the blood drained from my head went all the way down to my feet and I started shaking and I was so terrified I was I, I literally wanted to say to him I, I don't want to go but I, I thought oh my god oh, I can't play for Arsenal ridiculous and the and skip 15 years and I guess this was my driver as a player. I played for Arsenal for 14 and a half years in the end. But every single day, and this is not a lie, you might you might not believe me, every single day I was expecting someone to... I'm leaning over and tapping Natalie on the shoulder. I know you can't see this. going <laughs> Tapping on the shoulder and going, only kidding, you've got yeah. to go back to Bury on Burnley now. Off you go. And it was like one of them I was like... God, they picked me again. Let's just carry on playing. You know, I, I find this really hard to believe because you seem like such a confident person, mm. a calm confidence about you, but but clearly not. You got, you obviously doubted your ability, maybe because of that rejection early doors yeah. that stayed with you. No, absolutely. I think that, albeit it was devastating at the time, it was probably, from a learning point of view about myself, the best thing, because I, I wanted to prove you know, John Bon wrong. Mm. He went in and he disrupted a really lovely family club, Burnley, threw all the old, uh, threw all the, the young players out, brought all these ex- experienced older guys in, Jerry Gow, Tommy Hutchinson, 
players, Kevin Reeves, and he kind of ruined the club. And and he he's not been thanked since wow, about that's that. Awful. I mean, one person can have that much yeah. of an impact. Oh, you you ask people a at grim Burnley. legacy. You yeah. ask people around Burnley what he did to the place, and uh, but so I, I, I'm probably fortunate to get out, yeah. and uh, and then give me that right. I'm going to prove him wrong and prove him wrong, and and you know, uh, I'd like to think I, I did. We played him in. Uh, he was manager of Shrewsbury uh, a few years later, and we and Arsenal drew him in the FA Cup. Yeah, and it was <clears throat> it was the best day of my life because <laughs> I was walking up, coming off after the warm up down the tunnel. And he was walking the other way and he just looked at me and I was stared at him in the eyes and he kind of just walked past me and didn't say anything. I thought, oh, that'll do me. I'm, I think I've proved him wrong. In the Pink is sponsored by Bose. Treat your ears and your senses with the Bose Noise Cancelling 700 series. Their unrivaled noise cancelling technology means you'll hear and be heard like never before. And touch and voice recognition means you're free to keep your head up and you'll never miss a thing. When I signed for Arsenal, I went down to um, the Watford Gap service station with Mick Mills. And all the way down there, Mick Mills was telling me, you've made it now, this is Arsenal. You do. And, and Stoke had offered, I was on £350 a week at Stoke, and they'd offer me £500 a week to to sign a new contract, So which was great. But then Arsenal came in for me. So I was kind of like, what sort of money? You know, I didn't have an agent. Mick Mills was driving down in the car, driving me down, and I said, what sort of money? Do, I don't know what to say to him when I get there. Because George Graham was an imposing yeah. character w- yeah. without him knowing him, yeah. just seeing him from a distance. So I knew I was going to... He had that I, reputation yeah. even then, didn't he? Yeah. I knew I was going to be in the lion's den a little bit. Mm. And then I... And he went, oh, you, you've made it. So that's for... Um, and he just went, that's for £1,000 a week. That's the kind of money your first division players will be on. So I went, Okay. So I had that figure in my head. So we get to Watford Gap service station, get out of the car. George Graham is in his Daimler Sovereign in the driver's seat. And my dad had a Jag. So that familiar leather smell when you get in a car that makes me feel a little bit car sick. Yeah, I opened the car door and got in the passenger seat and thought, feel a bit, <laughs> feel a bit sick. So And there he is in his Arsenal blazer, tie, immaculate white shirt, almost cutting his neck. It was so sharp, the collar. And I looked, I just went, oh God, I just want to die. Please, please, please be nice to me. And he just looked at me and he went, wow, what an opportunity you've got now. We're going to build a team around young, hungry guys like you. Um, sold the club to me, didn't have to, because I was, I was going to go, whatever. And then um, he went, great, great to have you on board and starts to get out of the car. And I went, uh, excuse me, um, Mr. Graham. Uh, what? What do we? How do we do the contract thing? You know what, what happens now. And he went, "Oh, oh." So it went a bit weird. Want to talk about money? And I went, oh, "Got family at home, yeah. six month old." But and I knew the property prices down in London were a lot higher, but yeah. I didn't know how high. And I sold my. In the end, long story. I sold. Long story. I sold my house for £35,000 in Stoke and bought the equivalent house in Hertfordshire, same size and everything, for 170000 wow. So yeah. I was literally brassic. I could, my dad was paying me mortgage and everything when I first moved because it was the only place that I could settle down was in near the training ground. But George said to me, right, well, what do you want then? And I said, um, so and I had this £1,000 in my head and yeah. I went, £1,000 a week? And he literally just went, 
are you kidding me? I've got internationals not on that money. I said, are you money orientated? Is that, is that what you're all about? I've got you, I've got you wrong. And I was like, no, but and it got out of the car. He got out of the car and walked, and that was it. Oh, my God. And Mick Mills come out, and he came out. He goes, what the hell have you said to him? I said, I told him what you told me to ask for. Yeah. And he got out of the car and said, the deal's off. I started crying, in the, and he goes, get in the car. He said, he's, he's got, I said, it's done. So I got in the car, drove all the way back to Stoke, crying my eyes out, a 23-year-old man in the car crying. I got my wife and six-month-old baby back in Stoke, sort of oblivious to all this. I get back home, and she went, how did it go? I went... Not great. Um, deals off. So I, I was devastated. So I, I then phoned Mick up that night and I said, what do I do? He goes, give him a ring. Here's his number. Call him up and say you'll come down to see him tomorrow on the train. Try and resurrect it because he's, he's not having you. And I was like, phoned him up. George went, come down, we'll have another chat. So I got the train down to London, cab to the to the front of Highbury, Marble Halls. Have you been in there? Have you not oh, yeah, Highbury, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Marble Halls. This was, yeah, obviously ages ago, but... Yeah, because I'm very old. Yeah. Walked up the marble steps, yeah, going, yeah. Herbert Chapman's looking straight at me. Mm. I've got this ridiculous, horrible Marks and Spencer green and blue jumper. I'll never forget it. I think my daughter's still got it. And I looked at Herbert Chapman and I went, I'm not leaving here until I sign. So I walked straight to his office, knocked on his, walked in, and I said, I'll, I'll sign for 500 a week, whatever. And he went, oh, he said, I thought that might work. He said, uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go halves with you, so I'll give you 750. And I went, I signed on the dotted line, and that was the, that was the start of my uh, relationship with George Graham, which was one of um, massive education uh, lessons every day, hit you with a stick make you really work for mm. you but the 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 money side of things with him was always really difficult because he had the club at heart in that respect he was tight as anything way structure so you couldn't get a penny out of him you had to you had to win something or do something which i think's the right way yeah, yeah. it's gone the flip side now and it's oh, yeah. you know they get too much too soon in the pink is sponsored by tag Heuer, swiss avant-garde since 1860 Excellence, precision and elegance. Their timepieces are designed for those who love challenges. Make sure you run like clockwork and never miss a thing. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.